So now I have these young daughters that I'm not putting, I'm not tucking them into bed. I'm not having dinner with them. I'm not enjoying their company. I'm avoiding being around them so that I can sit at the office and twiddle my thumbs and pretend I did something, right? When if I was just efficient with my time and effective with my time and focused on what I did with my time, with the time that I had in the office, right? Then I could focus on being a great dad from five o'clock to nine o'clock, right? And being a great husband from 9 p.m. to, to midnight. Then what a year 2020 was. 2021 is here, and I hope you're hitting the ground running. I know we are here at Dwelling. We've just got a deal on the contract. We're going to be closing on soon. For those that have joined us on that deal, um, you know what I'm talking about. If you are saying, what am I talking about? then you need to take your investing game to the next level in this year. So make sure you join the Dwelling Deal List, an exclusive deal list. Um, not only do you get access to our deals quickly, but you also get tips and tricks about you know how you can take your, your investing game to the next level this year. So if you are not on the Dwelling Deal List, click on the link in the show notes or just go to dwelling.com. Um, that's D-W-E-L-L-Y-N-N.com or just go to investwithola.com and just sign up, sign up, sign up, sign up. Thank you so much for joining us on Dwelling Show. I'm your host, Ola Dantes. I've got a legendary guest with us today. Hey, Joe, how you doing? Fantastic. How are you? Doing great, doing great. Of course, I know a little bit about you. I've read your profile, but for our listeners who don't know who you are, can you kind of tell us, you know, a little bit more about yourself and kind of what you've been up to lately? Yeah, sure. My name is Joe Evangelisti. I'm the uh, CEO of uh, <clears throat> Legacy Developers. We build self-storage developments all over the country and uh, also Legacy Builder Executive Coaching. And so I coach uh, high-level CEOs, executives, business owners, you know, doctors, attorneys, um, insurance providers, and high-level real estate investors all over the country. I've been doing that for quite a few years now. Awesome. And you also served in the military. So thank you for your service, sir. Appreciate it. Yeah. Appreciate yes. it. Yes. Yes. So, yeah. So let's, let's kind of, uh, you, you know, you had a lot in there. So your, what is your core business? Like what is the kind of your, your bread and butter? Uh, my bread and butter is being a visionary, right? I, I consider my, my unique ability being a, a great team builder. I find, you know, great talent and I um, create opportunity around it. And I make sure that, that, you know, their outcome is in alignment with our outcome. So, you know, uh, finding just great people to do great things. And, uh, you know, I learned the hard way how not to do that so that I could learn how to really become good at doing that. Awesome. So you said you, you, you know, you, you coach and you help other people um, get into business. So before we even get to all of that, I just kind of want to rewind back a little bit, you know, sure. Yeah. What were you doing before? I know you served as well, but what were you doing before you started, you know? Um, and then why did you, why did you start? Yeah. So I, I grew up in construction. My whole life uh, was, was uh, construction. My dad was a general contractor. I grew up, uh, my, my parents were divorced. So every time my dad had me, you know, whether it was the nights or weekends or whatever, he was working seven days a week. So I was always on job sites, uh, you know, from, from, I remember, you know, being four or five years old, walking around, holding onto my dad's leg because I was afraid I was going to like fall into a hole or something. And, um, you know, so I learned construction from a very, very young age, whether it was sweeping job sites, keeping them clean, throwing dump, you know, drywall scraps in the dumpster. 
Um, I just fell in love with construction. I, I love the building. I love the ability to take something from nothing and create something out of it. And so construction was my whole life. And in fact, even when I went in the military, I went into the U.S. Navy Seabees. Um, the Navy Seabees are actually construction battalions of the Navy. A lot of people don't even know they exist, right? So we don't go on boats. We don't go on ships. Uh, we actually go everywhere by air. And uh, we actually build. We, we build runways. We build um, buildings. We build you know, commercial outposts, all, all, all different types of construction. And so um, that was in my blood. And when I got out of the military, you know, I knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur. And, you know, when you think about creating real wealth, what does everybody tell you as an entrepreneur? Well, you got to get into real estate, right? The people who own all the real estate control all the wealth. So I decided right off the bat that I wanted to get into uh, flipping houses. And so I tell everybody I got into it at a really lucky time because I got into 2007 and you know, of course, if I would have got in, I think three, four years earlier, I probably would have crashed and burned because I would have had so much crazy, lucky opportunity. But um, we got into a time where I got about three flips in and I was doing them all by hand. I, I didn't know any better. I did them all by myself. I was out the opposite. I was a grunt. I was grinding. I was just, you know, I'll do it all the work myself. And, you know, again, I didn't know any better using all my own money, all my own tools, all my own practices and um, all my own time. And uh, we got about three deals in when the market really started to soften and then eventually took a dive. And so we, we were forced to uh, pivot or what I call now, I call course correcting, right? Um, you know, we wanted to flip, flip these houses and make a bunch of cash, but, you know, we couldn't because the, the values came down so quickly. So we had to decide, okay, well, now I have to put tenants in here. I have to refinance the property. I have to stabilize the property. I have to do things I never thought I was going to have to do, right? I have to become a landlord now, which I never really intended on having to do. And so fast forward about three or four or five years from that point, you know, the market softened a little bit. We started to be able to flip houses, but, you know, now I was like, I'm working six different jobs, right? I have two little girls at home. Um, I have a, a, a newer wife, right? I have two dogs, a mortgage to pay. And I mean, I'm bartending at night. I'm, I'm flipping houses now. I have a, a real estate team. I have a broker's uh, price opinion team. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm doing all these different things. And um, I was at that point where, you know, I was constantly chasing. I think a lot of people find themselves in that point where it's like, if I just do more things and make more money, it's going to get it's going to get good at some point. Right. And what I realized was I was chasing financial freedom. And what I wasn't giving myself was the freedom of, of, of relationships and the freedom of purpose and the freedom of geography, geographic freedom. So, um, uh, uh, and, the, and these are the other freedoms that people don't think and time freedom, right? These are the things that people don't think about. We're always chasing money, but what we don't realize is that we really want the other things as well, right? It's like when, when you ask people like, why do you do what you do, right? What do they always say? Well, I do it for my family or I do it for my kids. And then ironically, it's like, but you miss their soccer game every Saturday and you don't come home for dinner and you don't spend any time with your family. And like you could, you know, you barely know the kids' names. And so it's like, it's like this catch 22 of, I work my ass off to create financial means for my family, but I really don't spend any time being a great father or being a great mother or being a great husband or being a great wife. Um, you know, what I do is I focus on, being uh, what I think is a provider, but what I'm, what I'm doing is I'm really creating a detriment to myself. Right. So, um, yeah, so that's when it clicked for me. Wow. That's, I mean, I really just want to like dump all the real estate stuff and just focus on this stuff. Cause I, I, I love this stuff, yeah. right. Mindset. Yeah. And you, yeah. you know, like you, you make so many great points, right. I mean, I mean, how do we know when we are at that point of, okay, 
what I'm doing now is just purely just chasing money, right? Like you said, I'm not spending time with my wife. I'm not spending time with my kids. I'm not going to the soccer, you know, games. Like how, what point do we get to a place where we're like, okay, I've made enough money and then I, I don't have to do all this extra stuff, right? I mean, how do you know when you're there? Well, I, so number one is I, I think you you hit you hit a point in life where you just have an aha moment where you decide like enough is enough like I can't live like this anymore. For me, it was I I, I just kept chasing and I woke up one day and I was like I'm I'm fat I feel like shit I haven't worked out in a long time because I wasn't making time for myself right I wasn't going to the gym I wasn't taking care of myself. I was working excess hours for no reason whatsoever. Like, did you ever catch yourself doing busy work for the sake of doing busy work? Like I was telling my wife, I'm going to be home late. And then I would sit in the office and really not do anything productive. Right. So a lot of people, like I, I, I call people who are firefighters, right. They're constantly putting out fires. You ever those like super busy people in your life, those people who are so busy all the time, I swear to God, they're never productive all up. Right. They don't produce anything right? They just put out fires. And those firefighters, what I call them are secret arsonists. They're sitting behind the, the building, lighting fires so that they can put the fire out and feel good about themselves. And that was that me for so a good. long time. That yeah. Was so good. yeah, it was me for a long time though. I would tell my wife, I'm not, I'm not going to make it home for dinner tonight. And then I would show up at the house at 930 at night for no freaking good reason. Right? So now I have these young daughters that I'm not putting, I'm not tucking them into bed. I'm not having dinner with them. I'm not enjoying their company. I'm avoiding being around them so that I can sit at the office and twiddle my thumbs and pretend I did something, right? When if I was just efficient with my time and effective with my time and focused on what I did with my time, with the time that I had in the office, right? Then I could focus on being a great dad from five o'clock to nine o'clock, right? And being a great husband from 9 p.m. To, to midnight and then go to sleep at midnight, wake up again the next day and do it again, right? But having these time blocks of when I'm going to be the person I need to be, right, is what's important. And so many people, um, I, I call it controlling the clock, right? How, does, how do the best sports performers in the planet perform? Well, when I work with a coaching client, we, we, we control the clock, right? Tom Brady is down by 21 points in the third quarter, right? Does he start freaking out? Like, oh my God, it's over. The game's over. Hey, here's the ball. Forget about it. Why do we even, why do we even compete? Screw it. No, he understands exactly how many minutes he has left. He figures out if I run the ball, I'll slow the clock. If I throw the ball and they receive it, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll get the point. We'll move it. We'll, we'll turn it over. Maybe we can get it back. I can like, he knows exactly how to control and manipulate the clock to his advantage. Well, we have what's called the rule of 168. You, I, Mark Cuban, Oprah Winfrey, Obama, everyone that you've ever emulated or looked up to has 168 hours in a, in a week, right? And so when, when you look at these people and you wonder, well, how does Elon Musk get so much accomplished? Well, he focuses on high gain activities. This guy isn't, he isn't busy doing busy work. He's not behind the building lighting fires so he can feel like he's accomplished. He's actually sending fucking rockets to space, right? That takes actually concentrating on doing shit that makes sense. Right? You, have, you have to actually do high gain activities in order to change the world, right? And so controlling the clock is so important. And Ola, I can't tell you how many people I coach. And the first thing I say is, look, let me see your calendar. I can tell you by looking at your calendar how productive you are as a person. And some people are like, and I'm talking like performers, right? People who make real money, business owners. They're like, I don't have a calendar. I don't keep a calendar. Right? right there alone, I can collapse your time, right? I can turn decades into days 
by making you keep yourself accountable to a calendar. See, time freedom, a lot of people think time freedom is just, we go, you know, I, I, I make so much money that I have all the time in the world and I can go to a beach and I can kick my legs up on a, on a lounge chair and I can drink my ties. And that's time freedom. But the truth is so far from it. Like if you're a high performer, you're a peak performer, you and I, right, would be bored out of our minds within, within two days on the beach, right? We need something to do. We need something to keep us going. We need something to keep us, our momentum is such that, yeah, I mean, I could lay on the beach for a couple hours and read a book, right? But that's because I woke up that morning and I worked out. It's because I woke up that morning and I had a coaching call with a client or I, I spent time on the phone with one of my executive team, right? I, I had that energy level. Now I can go relax on the beach for two or three hours. And then I'm going to have dinner with my family. Like there's things that are going to happen in that day right? Because they're timed, they're on a calendar, right? Something's happening. I just can't kick back and sit around, do nothing for right. days and days on end. Maybe, maybe a day, maybe a day or two, but a week, right? And so that's the yeah. problem. Time freedom is actually the opposite of having all the free time in the world. It's controlling the clock. That is time freedom. That is true time freedom. Wow. I, I really love that. Um, the 168 rule. I really, really like that. That's, that's fascinating. Um, the other thing I wanted to touch on is you have a lot of businesses. At least you have three, you know, seven and eight figure companies. You're, you're doing, you know, self-storage, cold storage. You've got, I think, a wholesaling business. You, you've got all these things. Mm -hmm. And I think you kind of maybe, you know, answered, you know, this question a little bit. But how do you keep all the balls in the air? So number one is, is controlling the clock, right? Uh, the second piece is mindset, really teaching and focusing on mindset. And you, you, had, you had mentioned mindset earlier. Mindset is one of the toughest things to not only teach and control and help people reset the clock about, but it's also something that's an ongoing battle because people get into mindset funks, right? The reason that most people don't have what they want and don't create the lifestyle that they, that they, that they really truly want is that they don't think that they're capable of doing it, right? Most people think that I'm, I'm not smart enough. I'm not capable. I'm not educated enough. I don't have, I don't have the right resources. Uh, no one's going to want me to lead them. No one's going to want to hear what I have to teach or no one's going to want me to step up and take charge. And so what happens is, uh, Ola, do you ever have a great idea? And maybe it's in the shower or maybe it's when you're driving. I have my best ideas when I'm driving or when I'm in the shower. I don't know. Maybe for you, it's something different. Some people, some of my clients, Right. Some of my, some of my clients wake up in the middle of the night and have great ideas and like turn over and write them down on the nightstand. I can't do that. But, um, but you ever have a great idea and then immediately what happens, you start hearing voices in your head that, nah, that's not going to work. Or, you know, I don't know where I'm going to get the money for that. Or yeah, someone else has already done that before. Right. And yep, so that is yep. what we call, we call, we call that rationalization. Right. And if you break that word down, what we're doing is we're telling ourselves rational lies. We're telling ourselves rational lies about why we can't achieve our dreams, why we can't achieve the big things that we want to create for ourselves, right? We're lying to ourselves because our subconscious 10,000 years ago was designed to keep us safe, right? So when you had to go out and hunt and kill for your food that night, because put yourself back in caveman era, right? You had to go eat. Right. And you were like, shit, I have to go shoot something tonight so that I can feed myself and my family. Your subconscious was designed to say to yourself, well, make sure you, you pay attention to what's behind you. Make sure you're looking in all directions. Make sure you stay low. Make sure you look right. right? So your, your subconscious is constantly trying to talk to you 
to make sure that you're safe, that you don't die. Well, guess what? In 2021, you don't need that, right? You have all the abundant opportunity in the planet with technology, with, with this thing. Anyone in the planet can make a million dollars a month with this thing. But we rationalize as to why it's not possible. We tell ourselves rationalize all day long about why we're not good enough, why we're not fast enough, why we're not smart enough, why we're not creative enough, why we're not capable enough, why we can't step up as a leader. So mindfulness or rewiring the mind is one of the most impactful things that, that I need to do as a leader, but my team has to do on a daily basis to keep themselves straight. So you ask me, how do I maintain those things? Well, I maintain the people. I create great leaders. And then they create great leaders. So we have a saying inside my organization that great leaders create great leaders, right? That if I help them maintain their mindset and create great leaders, then they are in a downline of creating great leaders. Then it, it, it elevates me to having to do less and less and less and less because the people below me are creating themselves and they're pushing me up. So it's not me leading from the front and pulling them. It's them actually like lifting me up, right? Just by, by virtue of me helping them become better people. Yeah, it's just a totally different approach, right? Um, kind of a, like a servant leader approach. I really like that. Um, you've got a lot going on. So let's kind of, I guess, shift back a little bit to real estate. And I want to ask you, mm -hmm. you know, what was kind of your best investment that you've made, um, you know, in, your, in any of your businesses and why? My best investment that I've made, I mean, people ask this all the time and I tell it's the, it's the legit truth. I've made millions and millions and millions of dollars in real estate. I've flipped thousands of houses. We've now transitioned into 100,000 square foot, 20, $25 million self-storage facilities. And to this day, my best investment I've ever made is in this real estate right here, right? I still spend between 100 and $150,000 or more a year on coaching, on mentorship, on mastermind retreats, on meetups, on, on getting in, you know, I spent all the time, I spend $10,000 a day to go meet with somebody and, and, and talk to them and focus on a particular thing, on a particular item, on a particular, um, last weekend, I was in a retreat in, 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 uh, in Boca in South Florida, um, you know, talking about wealth management and creativity, right? I'm constantly paying to be involved in self-development and people think like, well, why do you do that at your level? And, and what they don't, what, what, what you don't realize is it's an ongoing pursuit. You're constantly, constantly doing self-development. You, you, it doesn't go away. You don't get to a point where you're like, ah, I don't need to self-develop, right? I'm, the reason that I'm so productive and active in my real estate business and I'm creating the things I'm creating is because I'm working with coaches daily. I'm working with mastermind groups daily. I'm, I'm surrounding myself with people who lift me up so that I can turn around and go lift my team up, right? They're teaching me how to go do it. They're, 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 they're inspiring me to go do it to my team. Right. So the best investment you can ever make and I've ever made personally is in myself. Fascinating. Wasn't expecting. I was expecting uh, one of your deals. So I really like that. <laughs> I really like that. Listen, we've made we've made we've made amazing deals I and mean, we've made deals that made millions. And it's not but it's it's honestly it's not about the deal because the deal would have never happened if it wasn't for my mindset and it wasn't for my decision making processes or my team's decision making processes that all stemmed from investing in myself. So before I go into the quick round, I want to know a little bit about kind of your coaching, um, mm -hmm. you know, course, because just kind of tell me about that. You've got, I think, over 5,000 hours of coaching experience. So, you know, just tell us a little bit more about that, that, that program. 
Yeah, I mean, really, it's it's a it's a very very close course. It's a very small course. It's all one on one coaching. I only coach one on one executives. I mean, you have to be qualified. It's generally business owners or high level um, either sales reps or or executives, like I said, in some sort of um, corporate institutions, something along those lines. Um, but again, it's it's uh, it's very limited. It's uh, it's generally you know um, I, I take on you know generally two to three people a month, if that, and so. Um, you know, if anybody's interested, they can go to elevatewithjoe.com. They can actually speak with uh, my COO on that side. He'll actually do a quick, um, quick kind of interview style round with you. Because ultimately, what I'm looking for with a coaching client is, is it someone that I'm in alignment with being, being able to help them, uh, right? Because I'm not, I'm not the perfect fit for, for everybody. Appreciate that. So we're definitely, definitely dwelling into the quick runs. These are going to be quick questions, quick answers. You ready, sure. sir? Yeah, let's do it. All right. First question, what makes you, Joe, unique? What is that differentiating factor that separates you from the next guy or the next guy? Like I said earlier, I think my unique ability is finding great people. I love finding talent. I love exploiting people's talent. And when, but by, by exploiting it, I mean making people find what they love, what their true passion is, and getting paid a lot of money to do it. Love it. Second question, what was the last book that you read and what was the one thing you picked out from that book? I'd say what's funny, I'm actually getting ready to leave this interview and go interview my good friend and mentor, Mark Evans, and his latest book, The Me Economy, which actually drops this Friday, I believe, June 19th. Um, probably by the time this podcast gets released, it'll be out. And it is an incredible book. It's called The Me Economy, How to Control Every Part of Your Life. Mark, I'll love that I'm plugging it just because you asked the question. Um, and uh, it's awesome. Mark has read, uh, written like 10 books. This is his 10th book. Um, and it really, it, it talks a lot about a lot of the things that I just talked about. Controlling your life, controlling your economy, and realizing that you are your own reality, right? Not the news, not the world around you, not you know the, the COVID thing, not anything, right? You get to be your own economy. I love it. I love it. And fascinating title as well. Yeah, definitely want to check yep. that out when you're doing jobs. Final question: You're running your, you know, your businesses. Um, you're busy. You're doing a lot. What do you do for fun? This is what I do for fun, man. Honestly, I mean, a lot of people ask me. I love being on the water. Like, you know, I'm taking the girls down to go jet skiing tomorrow. I love being out in the water. Um, and, and, you know, beaches and water are my fun. I don't I don't golf. I don't do a whole lot of that. I love drinking wine. Um, I don't drink it as much as I as I would love to because, it's, uh, you know, it hits the waistline pretty hard. But um, really, for me, it's just being on the water and being with my family. Fantastic. Joe, if there's anybody listening and thinking, wow, I really like Joe, I want to get connected with him. Where's the best place people can reach out and get to know more about you? Yeah, like I said, they can visit elevatewithjoe.com. And I think they can also visit uh, legacybuilder.co. Fantastic. Joe, appreciate you. Learn to Tom myself. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Appreciate it, Ola. Thanks for having me on. You may have heard the phrase, there are a thousand ways to make a thousand dollars in real estate. Well, now you can actually tune into the world's longest running daily real estate investing podcast with over a thousand, believe it, or a thousand podcasts and still going. The best real estate investing advice ever show is hosted by a very good friend of mine, Joe Fellers. Joe talks to influential thought leaders. We share the best advice ever with none of the fluff. You've got to check this stuff out. So listen and subscribe at bestevershow.com. That's bestevershow.com.